What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're going to be diving into the real reality of Bravo Obsessed. We have an incredibly fun conversation about the differences between old and new housewives, controversial versus problematic housewives, getting blocked, and creating the perfect tagline. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I am doing good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you this afternoon. Same. I appreciate you for being here. Listen, we spoke this morning and I did not expect you to be so um, ready to come on the show like this quickly, but I'm always ready to to jump on the phone and meet new people. So thank you so much for stopping by. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just worked out. Some things are just meant to meant to happen. So it was um, fame. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when did you fall in love with reality TV? You know, I was thinking about that this morning and I really think I mean, I can remember watching the Osbournes and just thinking it was so crazy and they were like ridiculous and I liked their accents because they sounded like the Spice Girls. And then that kind of went into like, I remember the simple life, just thinking like Paris and Nicole were everything. I mean, I wanted, I remember going into like the Louis Vuitton store with my babysitting money thinking I was going to get a purse and I couldn't even afford like a keychain. And I mean, I was in seventh grade. But I just wanted to be like Paris and Nicole. And then, you know, then that transformed to like the Housewives aired, came on when I was like a sophomore in high school. So those formative years, I just always had like reality TV as a fun little escape from actual reality. I love that. And it's just, you know, it's fun to take a dip in the shallow end sometimes. And that's what it is. It's a dip in the shallow end. It's turning your brain off. Like, to me, it's just so entertaining. I love that description of it being, like, a dip in the shallow end. That's that's a very accurate and appropriate way to describe how your viewing experience should be. Yes. Yes, there's a time and a place to be deep, and I can appreciate that too. But like sometimes you just want to turn, tune in, and turn your brain off. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Is there a specific moment, episode, or you know, a season that was the moment you knew you had to make content about Bravo? Well, it's funny you should ask that. I literally started my account maybe like two weeks ago and I'm just having like a lot of fun with it and I think it's just came to a point where I was like I have all these other um, Bravo accounts that I follow and I was like sending them ideas like this would be such a funny meme and then they would make them and I was like wait I could do this like um, so I just you know someone people are always telling me like you should do a blog you should do this and like I didn't want to really go that I didn't want it to be again that committed or anything just I wanted to keep it in the shallow end just for fun and so far it's just been awesome like um just I mean people like just talking about your favorite shows it feels like you just have this whole community that you're taking advantage of because there's other people in the shallow end too you know (laughs) 100% the shallow end is probably more full than the deep end trust me (laughs) exactly exactly so what's your favorite franchise you know I really couldn't have answered that question before I started making the memes because I feel like it, it this New York has so much to work with and I mean when you really look at how crazy and insane some of the stuff that we just all 
took into our televisions and thought like yeah that's normal I mean it's wild <laughs> to go back and watch yeah. um, but I, you know I, I will go back and watch like Atlanta and New York and I'd rather rewatch the old ones sometimes than like watch the new ones because I think it just it was so much more entertaining like season I always tell people that are like what where should I start with housewives I always say go to like season two of any franchise I love that that's that's a brilliant answer because by then the budget's a little bit more and they kind of have the cast figured out a little um I also think watching reunions is really good like you recap and then it's like oh yeah that's that episode where Aviva throws her leg on the table, I'll go back and watch that one. But like, you know, we don't need all the filler episodes, but reunions are really good to like, you know, I have friends who are like, you make me want to watch The Housewives, what should I start with? And I'm like, season two or go reunions. But um, Very I mean, smart. Jersey is so good too. I mean, it, honestly, it's whatever season I'm currently watching usually is what I say. I think I'm just missing New York because it's been on pause for a little bit, but... I mean, I could just sit and watch any of them pretty much all day long. Potomac is so good. Uh, Welcome back, Potomac. Yes, yes. And that's my, I think that's probably my favorite one currently. Like, you know, they're like all my children. I can't really pick. But like, (laughs) Potomac feels old school still because they're not like trying super hard to like destroy each other or like, you know, it's not totally toxic. It's like we can watch Karen and Giselle go back and forth and then still sit down and have a meal together or like laugh together, say hello to each other's husbands, like be cordial. Um, well, Giselle doesn't have a husband, but have you know husband. what I mean? <laughs> I was literally thinking it. I was like, well, you know, yeah. can say hi to Ray. Right? Exactly. <laughs> we love Ray. We love Ray. We want Ray to live. We do. We want Ray to pay his bills. His taxes, yes. Shout out to Uncle Ben. Listen, do you have a top five housewives across the, like, just any franchise? Just a top five girl? Like five of my top five? Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, like if well, you could think of just yes. the five housewives that, that automatically come to your mind. Who are yes. those five girls that are just like, up? Oh, yep, her, 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 her. Yeah, okay. those girls. Okay, I ha- you have to go Sonya Morgan because she's just... Have given has given a lot. Phaedra, absolutely. I mean, watching her on Ultimate Girls Trip, she is so shady without trying to be shady. <laughs> yes. Like, and her with her pickle pregnancy shoot, like, she gave us so much good TV. Uh, good <sighs> okay. Honestly, she's new here, but Chanel Ayan was so fabulous to watch. She's got to sit there. And then, I mean, you got to give it to Bethany. Think of all she does for, like, I mean, what she came from to what she has now, that's, she's hustled to get to where she is. So yeah. that leaves one more, and oh, I don't know where you go with this. I mean, I don't know. I think, I know it's it's controversial, but Tamro made good TV. I'm excited for her comeback. Um, after reading the Housewives tell-all, like, she basically produced that show Mm-hmm. In the beginning, like she she earned that paycheck, but then oh my god, Teresa literally went to prison. I don't know, it's so hard, but those are the <laughs> ones that, that stand out to me. Um, I love that, and I'm gonna ask you what defines what makes the housewife controversial to you versus problematic because I hear a lot of people preface their choices on who they choose as their fave and they say well this might be a little problematic or this might be a little controversial or I might yes. get in trouble for this yes. and then when they say who it is I'm like oh I but didn't I expect love, you to say I that person love... or oh I definitely expected you to say that okay well I will tell you so problematic would be like your Ziggy Flickers Flickers whatever your Kelly Dads like toxic hateful like not, not nice on any level Right. it's like I don't need my housewives to be 100% like virtuous and upstanding citizens. I don't want them to run for office. Like, I don't need you to be PC, but just be good TV at least. Like, it's not fun to watch if it's like a really mean, toxic, vicious like place. Mm -hmm. But like Ramona using the wrong name is is sometimes funny or like her I, you know reggae like that's funny I don't know if it's, <laughs> correct, but it's, it's funny like I just think you know we can be entertained without going 
you know, having them to be upstanding citizens because upstanding citizens are boring to watch at the end of the day. So we need a little cringe. And that's what I talk about a lot. We do the cringe alert or the cringe check on my page. And, you know, cringe is what keeps us watching, even if it's not always, you know, how we should live or what we want to emulate as people. But sometimes you need a little cringe. Little cringe cringe checks. Your cringe checks are actually what made me reach out to you because I because I come across a lot of Bravo pages, Housewives pages, content creators podcasts because I only reach out to content creators to to, to come on my podcast because I think that the conversations would be more relatable. Yeah, I love and, that. Thank you. So. I go through people's pages and I'm like, okay, so you're a Bravo page. What makes you interesting? Like, why do I want to talk to you? And it was something about your Crenshaw. Wait a minute. She's gauging the level of cringe between what's good to watch and what's not. That's fucking brilliant. Thank you. I was like, that is, why is that? Why has no one ever thought of that? How did you you come up with that? Well, you know, I knew I I had reached out to some of the people that I like the meme first meme accounts that I followed and kind of just asked them for advice and some responded and some didn't. But one piece of advice I got was like, you have to set yourself apart because there's five million, you know, everybody and their brother has a Bravo account these days. And I'm not even doing it for like followers. Like I'm just, I I know, not just a mom, but I'm a mom who's, I have twin two-year-olds. Like for me, I just want to relax, like... You're you know. Shamari Devon. Exactly. So I, I wish, but I, <laughs> I, um, yeah, like I, I just thought, how can we make it interesting? And, and we like the cringe. Like I've been rewatching all these episodes and like Aviva's dad talking to Ramona. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that guy was so cringe and not cringe in a good way. Like, right. He's like groping women. Yeah. But like the things that we, want to cancel people for now it's like i know that was so cringe but like yeah but that's so iconic right like we know anytime anybody sees sees that it's like that is one of the craziest scenes ever you know (laughs) right like to be there just eating dinner with that going on must have been wild leg just falls next to the brussels sprout yeah exactly or like even her getting her um her leg you know manicured i mean it's not like that's a big thing, but you know, just or Ramona's reactions to that it. I mean, scene so of her cringe. asking her all those questions. Yes, about when her. they're shoe shopping, exactly. And it's like, oh. oh my god, you almost have to turn it off, but you can't. It's like a car wreck. Like you have to look yes. at it. Like I'm, I literally watch that scene from behind my couch through my fingers. Yeah, like, me too. I can't. I'm embarrassed to say that I watched that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this is painful. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's like some people, you know, I think social media has been interesting, too, because I think sometimes the housewives hold back. They don't want to bring, like, the cringe, which sometimes it's good they filter themselves. Like, we need a little filter, obviously. But, like, you know, back in the day, you didn't have to worry about all these things. Back in, like, 2006, no one cared about Instagram. So... Yeah, because Vicky did not give a damn about being cringy when she showed up to her son's dorm with a right. beer head, <laughs> right. talking about let's whoop it up with your damn child. Oh my hey. god, I can see his face in my head, just that look like deer in a headlight. I've yeah. been waiting to come across a Bravo account with his reaction as the display picture, because I think that is iconic. Just it really place, like, is. Why the hell are you here? Like, that oh, is yeah. There's a lot to mother. work with there, for sure. I know, and yeah. it's so good. She just comes in hot. And I mean, Vicky's another one, right? Like, I wouldn't really probably want to hang out with Vicky or be stuck in an elevator with her, but like, right? yeah, she's fun to watch. Like, her freaking out on people and being crazy, like... It's iconic. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Like, I could quote Vicky screaming for a year straight. Yes, absolutely. Without or like, pause. when she would have parties in the hotel room with, like, Brianna, who's, like, a tired nurse trying to sleep, and she's like, come move it up. And she's, like, We're in drinking tequila. Like, yeah. We're in Seattle. Yeah. Oh my God. You come to Puerto Vallarta once a month. I love it. But yeah, then you get, sometimes it's like, you know, they can, I don't know. I like to compartmentalize the real life with their Bravo life, but sometimes when it's so gross and so toxic, it's hard. And then you're like, yeah, I'm done with you, Siggy and Kelly. Like, 
it's just it gets to a gross point i struggle on that fence with phaedra she's the one who i'm always like oh you're such a good tv but you're such a fucking terrible person for what you did to candy girl i cannot like i don't understand that but i do give phaedra the credit where it's due she is an iconic television personality yes iconic when she's like at lunch trying to say like she couldn't even say how far along she was you don't know how pregnant you is yeah which now that i've been pregnant i'm like that's wild she knew like that was whole that whole thing was bizarre listen i'm i don't this body don't know nothing about birth and no babies (laughs) but i have a lot of sisters yeah, so I know a little piece of something. Just shout out to all five of my sisters. God bless oh, yeah. y'all and y'all uterus. <laughs> but I don't. I even know that you should have at least a general idea, right? Right. Of what's been going on with your uterus, especially because I'm a person that grew up in the '90s, back when girls they was pregnant and, and just say, "I know my body." Yes. And then you was just supposed to go with that, like you were yeah. just supposed to believe her. Right. Like, so I come from that era where it's like, you're supposed to know your body better than this, sis. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You don't know your own coochie. Right. And why? Is, yeah. And hopefully no one's coochie is craving Michael Darby except for Ed. <laughs> that was, that, well, you Trigger know what this cringe is going to be, right? I, when I heard that, that I was like, well, we, that's going to be. We found our cringe, Jack. Right? <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> And it's not even the Michael Darby of it all. That just makes it vomit worthy. But her saying the words coochie craving. I know. I know. Like, is when, there a cream for that? Or is there a cream? Like, do you have to take an Azo for that? Right? Like, what do you, how do you satisfy that? Yeah. Because it makes me think about the show Drawn Together when the girl had the snatch that was a Venus flytrap. <laughs> I get nervous. And then when you say you have a coochie craving, Ashley has a history of bisexuality. So I'm like, are you craving coochie? Or is your coochie craving? Right. You need to be more specific for sure. I asked on my Instagram, what's your coochie craving today? And someone said, (laughs) Auntie Annie's pretzels. (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah, those do sound good, honestly. Can I steal that and ask that to any guest that's on my podcast? You absolutely can. I need that in my life. That is my gift to you. Enjoy. Oh my God. That is the funniest thing I've heard of. What is your coochie crazy? You know what? Since you brought it up. 10 hours of uninterrupted sleep. Yes, Just let me sleep for 10 hours. And that would be great. I would even take eight, honestly. Just sleep. Sleep is the greatest luxury. That's what I'll say. You know what my coochie craving is? I would love to know. My coochie craving is a three-hour bath of yes. uninterrupted silence and perpetually hot water. Yes. I, I, yes. Cheers to coochie craving. Cheers. That don't involve <laughs> my Any coochie craving that, that doesn't involve Michael Darby. <laughs> Cheers to that. Speaking of husband, <laughs> do you have a top five favorite husband? We know who's not on your list. Right. Not Michael Harvey. <laughs> not Michael Harvey. Um, Maybe a Juan Dixon, perhaps. Yes. Juan is very hot, but he's not a husband yet, so he can't. <laughs> so he don't technically count. You gotta love... You gotta love Mauricio. I mean, I know there's like rumors about Especially him, but him giving Kyle those diamonds on Watch What Happens Live, I mean, okay, sign me up. Him giving diamonds on Watch What What Happens Live, him not even blinking when Kyle Ubers a $10,000 Rolex to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, him showing up in every completely stoned. He bought yes! him that, that Stella McCartney purse when they were somewhere on vacation, Italy, I think. Um, doesn't care and then he's the husband slash dad you want yeah I mean really um I don't know I feel like so many of them are just not good oh you know who's hot is Jackie's husband Evan in New Jersey Jackie's husband Evan's pretty hot honestly I love Evan too um I mean Joey Gorga like 
is obsessed with his wife he's just too he's got too much poison for me personally like I can't I couldn't keep up with that much poison Joey's um, just too short for me like I love yes. him as a person I would probably sleep with him but he's just so I don't know if I could honestly I yeah could he's like little fella like yeah yeah but he's like your homie that you yeah. sleep with when you have too much brown liquor exactly yeah yeah looks a little better in the club than real life I, I know what you mean Bad. yes yes um I mean the way oh Ray hello Ray Ray yeah number one yes Ray pimp daddy uncle being Ray honey yes, yes we love Ray um I feel like it'd be so much easier to come up with the top five worst husbands because there's just been so many duds honestly that's why I framed the um, question like that because I knew that it would make people think. It does make me think. It's like, oh, oh that's I feel like hard. Ken Todd really loves Lisa Vanderbilt too, and it's cute how he dresses little dogs. Like, and he's yeah. so aggressive. Like, he's very aggressive on her behalf. He really has Goodbye, yelled at a lot of Yeah. Goodbye, Kyle. And then, like, I still get chills. Yeah, he's aggressive with those women. Yolanda, I think he put his, like, hand on her at one point. Yeah, like, I think he grabbed her. Like, Kim calling him a, a fucking stubborn old man. Yes. Which, I mean, she wasn't wrong. It she was just wasn't wrong. Monty, does Mon- I know he was a, a not a husband. Ex-husband, Monty's, technically. Monty was a good guy. Well, if Monty counts, Juan can count. Because technically so Juan we'll, is an ex-husband. We'll Monty and Juan. Perfect. That's fair. I, you know, for me... It depends on the criteria, and I let people choose their own criteria when they answer these questions so that you can feel safer. Yeah. Um, for me, I just have random picks. Like, I love a Bill Aiden. I love Bill Aiden. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Bill's I think he's good. just hot. Like, I think he's just hot to me. Even though this whole affair came out this this last season, I'm like, well, he still look good, and she been happy the past ten years till this shit came out on TV. So I guess right. he's doing something right. Right. Between them, like, if they're cool with like, it, it's not like she didn't know. Right. Like people deal with infidelity, they get over it. They upset with their I husbands. I feel like he's it's probably really hairy. I'm not into all the hair. I listen we don't want to get into kinks on this well unless you want to no (laughs) unless you want to it's fine I mean some people are into and I'm there's nothing wrong with hair but just you know it's not for everybody I don't have a preference either or but I have found examples of hairy men and bald men that I'm like oh okay well then well you know it's just whatever you're in the mood for yeah like it works for some people whatever crazy Whatever my coochie's craving that day. Exactly. You know, it just depends because not everything works for everybody. Some people look better hairy, and some people look crazy as hair That's bald, true. and then vice versa. I think Joe versa. Gorga looks better bald than he does within, like, in the earlier seasons when he had hair, for sure. Yeah, like, some people just look better just snatched, clean, bald, and some people look better with hair because some people look like naked mole rats when they snatch clean. Yes. Michael Darby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I listen. <laughs> I, I set that door up just for you to walk through it. And That's I love all that. I'm saying. I love that. <laughs> I will set you up for that bullshit. Now, do you have a favorite tagline? Uh, well, I was just rewatching, I think it's season 10 of New York, when Bethany says, I'm not a housewife, but I am real. That's kind of good. Fair. Like real housewives. It's just real simple, you know? Um, and I like Lisa Vanderpump's one about the wolves, like, throw me to the wolves to and I shall return leading the path. Exactly. Yes. So I that, love I mean, that LVP had some good, like, I I'm, I love dogs. I'm just not crazy about crazy bitches. About bitches. Like, she, in her little British humor, had some good ones. So I would say yes. those. Oh, and speaking of, because thinking of Ken Todd makes me think about this person too. Before we jump off of the um, husband's question c- completely, Greg Leaks, rest in peace. Yes. Okay. Yep. We got it. He's like Greg. the ultimate house husband for me. Yes. Because yes. he was funny. He was obsessed with his wife. He had these crazy random ass stories and sayings that were completely unheard of to to the human ear, but they were. Yes. But, but they hit right a- a- every single time. It was like, oh, Greg. Right. You just know what to say. He was a wise wise man yes like he was just a and wise you know who man. else bobby zarin rest in peace he's another he rest loved in peace bobby yeah like yeah um 
Gotta yeah. Gotta out for Bobby and Greg. Gotta love those guys. Yeah. Those are my, yeah, those are my guys, too. And yeah. I just think Bill Aiden is sexy, personally. But anyway, favorite tagline for me is probably Ebony K. Williams. I've worked twice as hard to get half as much, but now I'm coming for everything. Oh, that was I a just good one. Re- because I just relate to that. I was like, yes, Black excellence. Tell the yes. hands how it is, bitch. Work. Yes. Um, and, and then if I had to create a top three just because I'm greedy like that, yes. I would have to say Porsche's, ah, ah, I may be social distancing, but I'm here for social justice. Oh, that's a good one. Genius. And then Tamara's faith, family, and fitness are the only Fs I give. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Rent yeah, free. Rent free, and then if I had to give an honorable mention, I would have to say Vicky's. Um, I, I'm my own boss, and I think that I deserve a raise. Ooh, that's like, a, that was a good yeah. one. I was like, girl, Vicky, you a goddamn hoot and a half, but some of the taglines did not age well at all. Like, I'll go back and watch and just like, ooh, that wasn't good. Like, like, I may not be the smartest tool in the shed, but I'm pretty. But I'm pretty. Or, like, I'm not ever ashamed of my privilege. It's like, well, oh! maybe you should be just a little Maybe you should be a little bit. Or at least maybe aware, aware. Of it. Like, at least aware. Yes. Awareness. Okay. Well, since this is going to be an interesting question for me to hear from you, because you you said Housewives started when you were in high school, right? Yes. When did Housewives of OC start? Because I feel like I'm like 60 um, at this it point. It started in 2006, I believe. Okay, so I was in the lower end of high school. Like, I was in like 2006, sophomore year. Yeah, me Housewives too. Housewives started. Okay, so we're the same age. Okay, yes, cool. 1991. Yes, 1991 and done, honey. Yes, yes. Old enough to know, still young enough. Like we're good. Still young enough to grow, but old enough to know. Oh, that's that's a good tagline. I love that. Period. Well, see, I write rap, so I'm kind of quick on my feet with, with with these words. But as somebody who is of the same age as me now, do you like older old housewives or new housewives? And like, what I mean by that is not like chronologically older new housewives but like pre or post Beverly Hills because I think Beverly Hills premiered and it changed the style or it changed the archetype of what housewives is and what people know housewives is what people know housewives to be today is housewives after Beverly Hills started and I think that the early seasons of OC, Atlanta, New Jersey, New York, I think that was a whole different era. Absolutely. No, I like the old days. I would watch season twos all day long. Like, I mean, season two of New Jersey, like when they go to, I don't know if that was after Beverly Hills. Was New Jersey, it was OC. I feel like season one New was York, before... then New Jersey, right? Yeah, because I think yeah. New Jersey was either right before or right after Atlanta. I think it was right before Atlanta. Yes, yes. Like, that's ca- they were small casts, so it wasn't like a million people to memorize. They did right. They were trying to get airtime. Like, they mm-hmm. weren't trying to, you know, really do anything else. They were just trying to be dramatic, have drama. Like, yeah, those early... early I, I rewatched just the early episodes, like... It's that that was like Shaq's kiss, like perfect TV to me, um, and I I can appreciate the new stuff for what it is too. Like it is fun to see the glitz and the glam, but like it just all feels a little more contrived and a little more produced, I guess. Listen, I created a whole sister podcast to this show just to go back and recap old episodes of Housewives. Because oh, I love I've, that. Because I can't get in like. It's, it's so much harder for me to recap newer episodes as, like, full episodes of this podcast because they're so long and it's so much bullshit. It's so yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. So I decided to just create a segment of this podcast, which is, like, my, like, Friday episode. I'm just going to invite people who have been on the podcast before to just come back on and talk about the episodes that have aired that week. Oh, so fun. we can do, like, micro recaps. Yeah. So I don't have to put myself through the torture of watching the episode three times. Yeah, it's a lot. 
<laughs> so I can watch it maybe twice at the most and just have somebody on to like feed off of it with so I don't have to sit on this mic for an hour and a half by myself and peel my face off trying to get through it. Yes. Oh. But yes, shout out to my co-host Megan Eady. We're doing a um, podcast called Housewives History where on the first part of the podcast we like go back and we recap an old episode of Housewives that aired this week in the Housewives history. So basically Yeah, so like the so like the episode that we covered that week aired on one of the days of that week years ago. Right? Yeah. And then like yeah, so it's like this week in history. And then the right. um, second half is like, we just do like random housewives talk. We take challenges, read articles. We like do top fives. It's just like a, like, like just random housewives gossip. Talk a little shit. Love you it. know, that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. But you have to come on for HCU Roundup so we can talk, talk about what's going on during the week. Because we both love the... the the Potomac girls and they're finally back and I want to talk to any and everybody about Salt Lake City oh yeah oh yeah Salt Lake City is one that I like I mean I watch it but it's hard it's like hard for me to get into sometimes I'm not gonna lie I'm obsessed really well okay I think I just I don't know I just I can't I mean last year's Winter stuff was good but like I can't I don't know let me convince you there's a video on my youtube channel called real housewives of salt lake city is iconic for all the wrong reasons okay i'll send you that video and if that doesn't convince you we can watch through it together and just talk about it because i have to have you on for hcu roundup just for those two shows alone yes now speaking of can't get into it what makes a great housewife for you like, if you could write the job description for Bravo and turn it in, what makes a great housewife for you? Um, I mean, I just think of the word opulence. Like, I want, Work. like, I want to live vicariously through these women. So, like, I don't want to see you, like, just making cookies with your kids and, like, working out. <laughs> like, I want to see you, like, you know shopping and traveling and doing fun stuff and yeah a little cattiness too obviously but nothing like super vicious and like life ruining like that's not fun to watch it's more fun when it's like you know more of like a Giselle and Karen situation where it's like a little more lighthearted. like it's just more entertaining to me so someone that and I think one big thing for a good housewife is someone that will say exactly what they're saying in confessional to the group because I think that yes. was the best. And Caroline Manzo did the best of that, in my opinion. I always say that the best confessionals are continuations of what they said at the scene. Yes. Yes. I hate it when it doesn't match up. And it's like, if you wouldn't say it to their face, don't say it in your confessional. Because otherwise, you're just going to get caught at the reunion. Like, you got to be bold and fabulous, basically. Yes. If you could do one cast trip over, which would you choose to do over? Whether would you make it better? Would you make it not go as south as it did? Or would you want to just relive it for the sake of reliving it? Um, I mean, I think you gotta go back to Columbia with like Tinsley and the gang. Oh, because good time. That boat ride from Hal. <laughs> what is it with housewives and boats? I know, right? Maybe just stay on the land, guys. Please, like child, y'all can fight on land, but but y'all bitches damn near drowned. Like, calm down. Right, right. Y'all so, done, that, that y'all argued up a whole crazy. storm. But then when they when the New York ladies went to ride the camels, I mean, that was so funny. Like, <laughs> these chicks on camels, I just, yeah. We thought horseback riding was a damn who. Put these bitches on camels and let's see what you do. I know. That was no, hilarious. How many jokes and puns can we get out of it? Like, it's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of jokes and puns, What's your favorite Needy Leaks quote? Oh, I say it all the time. A white refrigerator. <laughs> and I say everything. I'm like, he is the white refrigerator of husbands. Or like, that is the white refrigerator of Halloween co- decorations. Like, I, it's part of my lexicon in, in a weekly basis, for sure. <laughs> there is three. 
and I live in threes for some reason. There's three that live rent free in my mind that I always say for no reason at all. And one of them is the music ain't that good. <laughs> I listen at it on the iPod. <laughs> I will respond to that when anybody says pass me the iCord. That's pass me so the aux cord. If it if, if I hear a song I don't like, if somebody yeah. tells me a song that I've never heard before, I will instantly say, Well, the music ain't that good. That's so funny. I listen at it on Apple. And, <laughs> and then and then the next two are two that I just say out of the blue, randomly, for no reason at all. One is uh <laughs> one is uh this is not sweetie, okay? I am not one of your children. <laughs> that is so fun. Like, I say that to my husband for no reason. Like, like, That's so like he could be like, hey, sweetie, how, 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 how's your day been? I'm like, I am not one of your children, okay? <laughs> Just to throw him off. It'd be so funny. You're like, what, what I do? <laughs> what, what happened? What? I'm like, nah, I'm just fucking with you. Right, you want to you wouldn't get it. It's fine. <laughs> and then, then the third one is support me, bitch. <laughs> I'm going through everything. <laughs> Anytime, like I don't give a damn what somebody says. Somebody could ask me what it is. I'm like support me, bitch. <laughs> I need to say that one more. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm going through everything. <laughs> <laughs> too good. Ooh, too good. How have the Bravo fandom embraced your content? Now, mind you, we know you just started two weeks ago, but yeah. we see meteoric rises happen faster. Well, just this, I mean, this has been great. And just like, I reached out to like my favorite Bravo account, the, the Morgan letters, they are so hilarious. Mm -hmm. And they like reposted and said to go follow. And I was like, that's so nice. Like I didn't even expect that on any level. And just, you know, so I'll see like different accounts sharing my screen. Uh, post to their stories and I'm like that's so cool thank you like and just I guess I'm like people thinking that my weird sense of humor is funny has just been nice like you know I think my jokes are so funny but it's nice that I guess like I don't know 111 other people minus a few sex bots think that they're really funny too okay but um yeah I think like probably you know eight or eight or ten of my followers might be sex bots but we'll get we'll get to We'll get to bigger numbers, maybe. I don't even really care. It's just fun. Listen, when I look at my analytics for my um, podcast page, uh huh, I reach so many accounts that are not followers of my page. Like, 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 my page has like a hundred and something followers. I started this podcast maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, and I reach like seven thousand, five thousand accounts. Uh, 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 uh. Like, why the hell aren't y'all following me? What's right? What's wrong with my content? What What do I need to be doing? Do I need let, to let leak my know. own nudes? Like, let me know. Support me. Support me, bitch! <laughs> I am going through everything. Seriously. I Which housewife best describes your personality? Ooh, that's so fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um... I am probably a lot like Caroline Manzo, or at least I want to be. Like, I know she had some issues, like, when she wrote a letter, but, like, I'm talking about her on the show, because, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But I yeah. just like how she was just, like, <laughs> a mom, like, she was a mom, and she was, like, no nonsense, and she was, like, let me tell you something about my family. Like, I just like how she went balls to the wall. Yeah. What you family. did! Yeah. What you so did! And apparently Dina, Dina asked her not to talk about that at the reunion. Reunion, And some people think that's what the falling out was about. Because what Caroline, like, Dina's went for face. it. Well, well, if you look at Dina's face in that moment, Caroline is destroyed. Caroline is falling apart. What you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dina is like, girl, what, 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 what the hell is your problem? Right, like, why just you, be cool. Be cool. Why are you so mad? Like, Dina is yeah. so calm. Dina is like, why are you mad? Like, but I it? try to be like no nonsense. Like I try to be Thanks. direct and um, 
yeah i mean i used to really like kyle richards like in the early days but i don't know now that i've rewatched season nine with lucy lucy apple juicy and all this stuff it's crazy the parallels and i don't think i relate to kyle that much anymore even though she is a capricorn i'm a capricorn um but yeah i think caroline manzo she's very or at least that's what i would like to be more like assertive no no bs um you know, I, I miss seeing her on the screen, frankly. I love that. I think I came up with this question today specifically for this interview, but I was like, oh, I think I'm going to use it. And I didn't get a chance to answer it for myself. But I, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I think for me, if if there was a housewife I would want to be more like or would or would want to be seen like it would be Eva Marcel oh yeah she's the one that like if I like if that's the girl who I like wanted to be seen as it would be her or a Monique Samuel yeah one of those two I think the housewife that I probably come off most like is probably like Katie Ross I love that. If I'm honest with myself, <laughs> I, I probably come off like, 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 like a Katie Ross. Right. Yeah. Um, who's your going to soon? Who's a housewife that's left the franchise and you were just like, damn it, man. Why are they gone? Uh, well, now, now that I'm seeing all this through hindsight, I wish LVP would have gone to the reunion at the end of that season and like called these bitches out but she didn't go and that's I think why at the time I was like oh she must be guilty she's hiding something so I'd like to see LVP come back and like her and Kathy hang out I think that'd be interesting I want to see that personally you know I have a lot of conspiracy theories about Beverly Hills and I have a great one about LVP Um, and it involves Garcelle because I think Garcelle is planning a Bravo-wide takeover. And she's not only taking over Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's taking over Bravo. And let me explain. I think that she saw her first two seasons on on the Housewives and now she figures out she figured out the balance between who she is as, as a housewife and what the fans want from her. So mm-hmm. she's came on this season and she's completely turned the party. Mm-hmm. And she has Sutton as an ally. She's she's changing over Kyle to an ally. She's already oh. got Kathy in her back pocket. Mm-hmm. She placed Oliver in position with Vanderpump because he works at her restaurant in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And now he's filming for Vanderpump Rules. He's sleeping with Raquel. Um, she's filming for Vanderpump Rules with with Vanderpump this season so if we do get an Usher back into the show it's gonna be through Garcelle and or Kathy yeah I love it so you know like I think Garcelle is playing playing the ultimate game of chess here like I think Kyle played the game of chess to get Bobby Fischer off off of the show but then Garcelle is playing the game to like oh you wanna and then on top of that, if you just want a cherry on top, I it's do. being alleged that Garcelle is replacing Renna in a holiday movie. Ooh. So. Yeah, I think Renna's going to be kind of done. I call her Renegade. I think she's yeah. going to be kind of done after this season, but um, I don't know. Andy also commented, she retweeted that she's the biggest bully in Hollywood, and I saw Andy like commented with a bunch of clapping hands so I don't know he's still drinking the Rena Kool-Aid or what but uh I hope that he don't let that woman sit in his face on that reunion and tell him to put her on pause and he doesn't yeah she needs to go you're not gonna let Rena punk you is you Andy Cohen I mean she already blocked me I've only had my account two weeks (laughs) listen I I, I've been blocked by Rena for a long time on several different accounts so And that was going to be one of my next questions. So, but my gone too soon is Claudia Jordan. Okay. Claudia Jordan. Because the the entire handling of her season was messy. She was brought on as a friend. 
She read the fuck out of Nene, so they gave Demetrius Peach to her. She got a contract in the middle of the damn season. She randomly got a tagline. Yeah. And then it had something to do with her being like here to stay, and then she didn't. It just sucked. It was like, she's such a good housewife, but the whole handling of her was so messy. Like I needed a I needed a second season from her. Right, right. Yeah, what defines an um Yeah, for for sure. Shout out to her. Shout Who out else to have her. you been shout out to her? Who else have you been blocked by? Besides Just Rena. Rena so far. Just Actually, Rena? I might, yeah, on my like main human account. I was blocked by Teddy Mellencamp, and I have literally have no idea why. Because I, yeah. I also got this because I like I don't want to comment about Bravo opinions from my real accounts. People are like crazy, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to just like comment and talk about Bravo from a Bravo account. So right. that's why I made my account. But yeah, Teddy blocked me a long time ago, and I, I literally to this day have no idea why. Like I don't even think I was following her. Like just yeah. randomly one time I realized I was just blocked by Teddy. I was like, oh okay. God bless you. That is so fun. Listen, I've been blocked by several many housewives across several different social media platforms. I've been blocked by Renna. I've been blocked by Nene Leakes. I've been blocked by yeah. Candace Dillard Bassett. I've been blocked by Tamara. I've been blocked by Vicky Gunkelson. I've been blocked by Kelly Dodd. I've been blocked by... Um, That's quite the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been blocked by quite a few women. Um, wow. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Bless oh, you. Thank you so much. But I just ask because I wonder if people know what got them blocked. And listen, I'm one of those people who I don't have, well, I, I don't hate housewives because I like the housewives that don't like them. If you do some shit I don't like, whether I like you or not, I'm going to talk about it. Right. And so I've been blocked by housewives that I like, like Tamara. Tamara blocked me out. I was like, girl, I'm your fan, but what you did was some fuck shit. (laughs) I got blocked by Renegade when I I did like a series of memes where it was like um, the Kardashians crediting Paris with their success. Because you can go on YouTube and they say like, Kim says, Paris literally gave me a career. And it's yeah. like, well, Kathy gave the world Paris, so, like, I don't You're think welcome. Kathy's jealous of the Kardashians, Lisa Rinna. Exactly. And so, and then I did a couple stories on how Kris Jenner follows Kathy, but not Rinna, and then I was blocked, like, immediately. <laughs> Listen, the only person who has blocked me, who I know exactly why they blocked me, is Jenny Wynn. Okay. I know exactly why she blocked me, and I'll send you the videos from my YouTube channel. Yes. Now, speaking of unpopular opinions, (laughs) what defines an unpopular opinion for you? Mm, It's just one that, you know, you're going to get a few few comments for expressing, you know? Mm. Like, I like Ramona as of someone to watch on TV but that's gonna if I say that that's gonna get some which I do say by the way I don't care eyes. like this is a freaking Instagram then don't follow it like I don't I don't care I just say whatever I want but like right. I understand some things are gonna be frowned upon a little and that's okay mm-hmm. not for everyone but, so by uh, your so by your definition What's your most unpopular piece of content or exchange about Housewives that you've had? Mm. Honestly, I was just thinking today, like, I haven't really been, like, trolled or anything in in a crazy way. I will say some people disagreed when I said um, I wanted Caroline Manzo back because she did write a letter in support of um, her brother-in-law, Tommy, against her sister, Dina. But I also think she's been a Manzo since she was, like, in her 20s. Like, her brother-in-law is probably just as much her brother at this point. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know the intricacies of a family dynamic. So, um, yeah, I did get a little little pushback on that. And some people think that, um, that I'm, you know, I go a little hard on Rena. But for the most part, I, I don't know. I think I... I don't think I have really too, too, too many controversial opinions. I do really hope that the rumors about New York being like 
all influencers now is not true because I think you need oh, some God, like um, I don't think everybody has to be like young and TikToking and yeah. like I want to see deranged so give me the and older I, ones and I really want to see grown ass women on Housewives I don't want to see 20 something on right. Housewives right. Child, that's what love and hip hop is for get your ass down to the Wii TV somewhere right right, right grown right. folks is over here on Housewives exactly mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> do you want to play a game with me I do but I need to go I have like 10 more minutes oh, perfect well then we can close with the game okay perfect I created my own version of of this or that right okay so how I tell people to approach this is like Tyra Banks from America's Next Top Model you have two choices in your hand who are are you gonna give the contract to okay okay yep Drew or Sanya Drew. Kenya or Marlo? Ooh. You know, Kenya. I was so excited for Marlo, but Kenya. I feel you on that. Yeah. Kyle or El... Huh? Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, um, Kyle or LVP? Ooh. You know what? I think you gotta have them both for at least a little closure and a little, a little cringe. But I would say LVP would be more interesting at this point because Kyle just, maybe she needs a pause for right now. I can totally see that. But I also think the Richard sisters all need to be on at the same time. So like get Kim and Kyle and Kathy at the same time, bring back LVP. Let's get Faye Resnick as a friend of, like. I miss Faye Resnick so much. Yeah, she's definitely a moral compass for that show. (laughs) <laughs> the morally corrupt Faye Resnick yeah, exactly. is a moral compass for the show. I love exactly. that's the hook. That's her tagline, right? Yes. Right there. Right there. I just did it for her. Some say I'm morally corrupt, but I'm more of a moral compass. I love it. Work. And I love her spread tip. Monique or Candace? Um, Candace, Mo- Monique's like QAnon stuff was a little much for me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And Candace is just really immature. I feel like she there's like good stuff there if you can just kind of chip away at, at the immaturity stuff. Mmm. I dig that. Jill yeah. or Bethany? Ooh. I'm gonna say Bethany. Jill's Jill's I don't know. I was so excited for her on Ultimate Girls Trip but she just didn't she's too she wants it too bad. Like she's just yeah. gotta lighten up a little. It's not fun to watch. Yeah. And again, yeah. I, I love Jill. Jill's one of my faves, but I, I don't know. She left me wanting more from Ultimate Girls Trip. I love Jill too, but the only thing I want from Jill is a rug. Yes, yes. And I think it's so hot that Bobby wore her initials like sewn into his shirts. That's so hot. Oh, that's hot. Yes. Hot. Not his initials, her Monica. Her initials. That yes. is. That's Mrs. Zarin to, to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. I love that. Gretchen or Alexis? Oh, I gotta bring back Jesus Jugs. Because I think she'd be more fun without Jim now that she's not with him. Because he was such an abusive, controlling jerk. I agree. Like, 750,000%. Yeah, like him. Oh my God, I remember one scene she like overpacked or something. Which, by the way, she had twins too. So now that I'm a twin mom, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you he, get like, it. He like made her take a picture with all the luggage. It's like, what a dick. Like, just help your wife with the bags, you jerk. She's yes. She's so gross. Yeah. So I would like to see her back for sure. Gretchen annoys me the way she says like definitely and like she just says words weird and I don't know. I never really <laughs> been a big Gretchen fan. Her and Slade are gross. I'm sorry. I love that. Candy or Phaedra? Phaedra. I know it's I, I know. I know. But Phaedra's Listen, reads, you're in a safe space. There are no wrong answers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's my unpopular opinion. I love Love Phaedra. <laughs> there it <Fair> is. Vicky <laughs> or Tamara? Oof. <laughs> Tamara. I'm excited to see Tamara back. And I like Vicky, but maybe in small doses. I feel like she might be a better friend of. That's fair. Kelly or Heather? Heather. Anyone over Kelly. <laughs> fair. Gina or Emily? Oh. They're both just, I don't know. They both just don't have that certain, like, housewife je ne sais quoi to me. Like, they just don't have, they don't have it. I'm sorry. I did think the turkey sandwich bit was funny. So probably Emily, because she would at least have snacks. 
stunts and shows. That woman pulled stunts and shows last season. That shit was so funny to me. Yeah. God bless her. Yeah. Sutton or Diana? Oh, Sutton. Diana's gross. Like, we get it. You're rich and you're friends with Elton John. That's, like, all you're bringing to the table. Um, and you still don't know where the hell to, uh, and to her, find some decent chapters. Her husband's weird, like, Shrek cosplay music videos are just... That's the real cringe. And those are so weird. I don't know if you've seen them. They're on her Instagram. I have not, because I have no clue what her Instagram looks like. It's like, I, I don't even know. Shout out to her Instagram, but... Shout out to her Instagram. And her husband's music. But you have to. Like, it's wild. It's wild. You want to scroll a little to find it, but... Oh, my God. I'll do it just for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Brandy or Denise? Um... I think Brandy. Brandy's more fun to watch. She's an example of a good villain. Like, Denise, I feel like, just didn't... She wanted to keep that fourth wall up too bad. And it's like, you know, you got to bring it down a little bit. Like, we get it's a barbecue at your house, but, like, have your kids go away if if you're filming a TV show and they can't hear the word, like, vagina. Like, please. So, I I think Brandy's good TV, too. She's got to lay off the fillers a little bit, though, no offense. But One million percent. I agree with you. So no beautiful. shade to Brandy. Yeah, no shade, but, sh- you know, yeah. Yeah. Camille or Renna? Ugh, Camille. I can't take Renna anymore. She's got to go. I'm what if she is told from her life, ever, you know? Like, she doesn't share anything. It's always deflection, and, yeah, no. Camille, for sure. Yeah. Crystal or Teddy? Crystal. Teddy is, ugh. I could go on about Teddy. Honestly, like her uh, her whole fitness eating disorder program is disgusting, and I think it's a little fishy that her husband does the security for all these people that are getting robbed. But that's none of my business. Listen, that's the real. That's okay, mm-hmm. right? Allegedly, right. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> according to the reports that y'all put out, right? Um, Garcelle or Erica? Garcelle. Erica needs to do a little. Erica needs to do a little soul searching. Erica needs to do a whole lot of Erica needs a soul. (laughs) (laughs) Right. uh, But Erica needs to search for a soul. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Schwartz or Sandy? Mm, I Schwartz. I'm over Sandoval. He's so full of himself. Him and his eyeliner, (laughs) like it's just he tries so hard. Like, come on. And there's nothing wrong with wearing eyeliner, by the way. But nothing at all. Nothing. But he just, God, he talks down to Tom, and he's so full of himself. And him and Ariana, they just, you know, didn't have furniture for like two years because they were buying this fancy furniture. It's like, just get normal furniture and have furniture, you know? I don't know. Just take your ass down to the Ikea. Exactly. Like, come on. Also, when you guys break up, who's getting all this expensive furniture? Because, come on. Exactly. Y'all gonna call Tyler Perry in to throw it in half. Exactly. Exactly. Bonus question. Yes. 818, Vita Tequila, Casa de Sol. Casa de Sol, bottoms up. Word. Carcass out. Hashtag, (laughs) Kathy sent me a bottle. (laughs) Kathy sent me a bottle. Now listen, I'm going to close with the number one asked question of anybody who's ever watched Housewives, been a Housewives fan, comes on Housewives, whatever. This is the Housewives question, so I close all my interviews with it. Okay. What's your tagline? Ooh, this is so fun. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, My tagline would be Okay, well, it's only funny, like, okay, well, I'll just say it. I don't drink, but I always have a buzz. My husband, everybody calls him Buzz. So, like, it's funny if you know me funny, but, like, it's not really that oh, that's, Don't know it. That's I'm, a my, perfect my, tagline. One of my party tricks is I come up with taglines for people. Like, I'll do it on the spot, but I, I'm not really good at my own. Isn't that wild? Like That is, but, that, but that's a really good tagline. Like, I just you. came up with a tagline, like, a month ago, and oh, I've been watching since day one of those days. Okay, let's hear it. Mine is, I'm totally not aggressive. Just black. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's so funny. 
I feel no, like no I one... have good ones though, but I just can't like I can't get it together right now. That's what sleep deprivation will do to a brain. That's fair. Yeah. But since you're so good at coming up with with taglines for other people, after having this conversation with me, what would you come up with for 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 a tagline for me? Ooh, okay. Um I'm not afraid of cringe, and I live life on the fringe. Love that. That sounds stupid. I don't even know what that means, but we love it. It works. Well, I mean, it's honestly pretty real, though, because yeah. I do love fringe, and I'm definitely so. not afraid of cringe. That's what I was going to try to make my tagline in my head, but I just couldn't work it out. But there's some. There's a tagline with cringe and fringe in there somewhere. We just have to find there's- it. We just have to figure that one out. I do. I did comment that Ramona's should be, if she should come back. I'm not PC, but I'm good TV. Fair. Yeah. Now, I'm sure she's going to get a lot of shit for that tagline, but... Oh, yeah. Well, she's going to get shit, I mean. (laughs) She's going to get shit just for being there? She just walks into it, though. She's so bad. Ramona. And that's a hell of a walk, Yeah. if you remember. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tell everybody where they can find you. Okay, well, you can follow me at the only thing fake. Sometimes I accidentally say the only fake thing, but it is the only thing fake. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank Congratulations you. on your new um, page. I wish you much success. Same to I you. Have to make sure that we have to have you back on for HCU Roundup. And yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, you so too, much Bob. for having Thank this combo you. with me. All right, take care. Bye bye. All right, everybody, that was my conversation with Bravo Obsessed. I hope that you guys are just as obsessed with this episode as I am and are just as excited to go and follow Bravo Obsessed on Instagram. I think this was a great conversation, and I think that you guys are going to enjoy their content so, so much. So make sure you guys go and follow them. You know, I think these interviews are starting to get a little bit easier the more that I do them. I hope that I'm getting better at them, but right now, I'm kind of just focusing on them getting easier. You know, I truly get nervous before each and every interview because I consider each each interview to be an opportunity to show my skills as an interviewer to show my dedication to my job to show how good I am in my craft and I appreciate every single person that comes on the pod and allows me their time to get into their business and ask them questions and you know nine and a half times out of ten people don't know what I'm gonna ask when they come on my pod because they don't ask for the questions beforehand and most of the time they haven't listened to the show So I'm glad that I am still curating these fun conversations with people where they leave the show even more excited to talk about Housewives or reality television than when they came on the show in in the first place. That really means a lot to me. And I'm glad that all the people who, or at least to my knowledge, all the people who I've interviewed so far have truly enjoyed themselves. So, you know. Before we go, I have a little bit of news about Real Reality Realness, the Super Chat, the companion show to go along with the podcast that airs on my YouTube channel. So I decided that I was going to film during the week while I was creating the podcast and then edit all of that down into one long vlog that I was going to air on Sunday. Well, I have decided to change my mind on that. And instead, what I'm going to do is film every day, film my creation process of doing the podcast, doing both of my podcasts and air daily vlogs. 
because I figured that would be more palatable for you to watch than to watch what could easily be five hours worth of content based on what I edit out and what I don't and what happens to me throughout the day and, you know, all of that stuff. I figured this could easily become a five hour blog and I'm sure nobody wants to sit there and watch that. So I decided to give you guys um, five five different vlogs throughout the week of just my day basically a day in the life of a podcaster and you know just talk to you guys discuss you know all of the things that are happening during my days about creating this podcast and all of the things other things the first episode is out now well at this point because this episode was filmed last week there's a few episodes of the vlog up now let me know what you think the first one is rough I'm going to go ahead and warn you. The first vlog is rough. There was a lot of editing issues. There were things that were lost in production and all types of stuff. So the first video is rough because somehow my background got lost in two thirds or even three fourths of the video. So you don't see me with the background until the end. There's editing problems. It's just a lot to get through the first vlog, but just listen to my voice. Don't pay attention to to, 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 to to the screen and it'll get better after the first day, I promise. So with that being said, make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. The, uh, the YouTube channel is Georgia Carolina, J-O-R-J-A, spelled like Georgia Smith and Carolina spelled like both states. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the sister podcast, Housewives History with Megan and Cherie. Make sure you follow both of them at Real Reality Realness on Instagram and Housewives History with MC on Instagram. And yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you all for being here. Um, if you like the podcast, leave me a five star rating, a review, do all of the things, the things, the things, the things. Same thing with Housewives History. Same thing with Georgia Carolina. Make sure you're 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 you're, you're subscribed, hitting the notification bell, doing all of those things, sharing with your friends, and until next time, make sure you guys always be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Cherie Laveau. This has been Real Reality Realness, and until next time, love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Peace.